Welcome to Wither Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Usually each week we discuss a chapter from the Harry Potter series, but today we're doing something a little different. I'm Robin, the Black Luna. And I'm Bayana. This is a special episode because Pottermore just got a reboot and we have feelings, so we decided to make those feelings into a bonus episode. So, welcome to Wizard Team episode four and a half. Don't you mean four and three quarters? No, because it doesn't work because it's only because it's four it just yeah. doesn't sound All right. it would be nice I tried I thought I was gonna do it and I was like mm, no but it there's work. probably a platform four and a half I'm sure I think she said there were other platforms there are other platforms like, nine and three quarters goes there's to... definitely an eight and a half yeah anyway welcome to Wizard <laughs> Team episode four and a half Pottermore edition woohoo um, so real quick we have some really quick announcements um, be sure to use the hashtag Wizard Team on Twitter to follow along you can also tag and follow us at We Black and Nerds. We tend to respond because we really like that people like this, and it makes us really happy to talk about Harry Potter all the time, even when we're not in spaces where that seems reasonable. It's always reasonable. It's always. There's always a reason to talk about Potter. Um, okay, especially recently. My goodness. Um, all right, and last, last announcement. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be Black at Hogwarts? Do you want to write about it? We are working on a project called Hogwarts BSU, a collection of stories, anecdotes, fan art, and more, illustrating what it would be like to be black to be a black student at Hogwarts. If you would like to submit, check out our website for guidelines, which is uh, blackgirlsnerdout.com. We are trying to start posting submissions on the blog in October. Well, I might I might push it back just because we're about to be in October, and the beginning of October for me is really busy. So we'll see um, if it actually starts going out in October, but please submit and we will um, start posting as soon as possible. Um, And now let's go to Pottermore. Let's get it in. So excited. Oh my goodness. Okay. So um, if you've followed us, me and Bayana at all, and if you know us in real life, we've always kind of talked about how we're not really on Pottermore. I think we've mentioned it a couple of times on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because when Pottermore was announced, we were super excited, but um, pretty quickly it's like, I don't have time to go through all of these stages. It's a little too kiddy. And when it first came out, it wasn't fully, like, developed. Like, they put it out before it was developed. We waited hella long. I remember because I was (laughs) like, we waited hella long for it to come out, and it kept getting pushed back because it wasn't done yet. And then when it finally did come out, it still wasn't done. And then you're just waiting, and it got... It kind of was like a healthcare.gov for nerds. It was just like... It was a lot (laughs) of anticipation, and then the anticipation got so big, I think that they kind of were... They pushed it out before it was really ready. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there were just, like, a lot of little things. Like, you couldn't make your own screen name, so you would get things like... I think my screen name was, like, Snitch Witch 2489 or something like something just like really that didn't have any meaning to, to me and also I couldn't remember yeah oh no I had like two different accounts <laughs> I did and too I, and I couldn't remember because I couldn't remember the first one and I think a part of that was because like I think in our last episode we were talking about how they their demographics they had a completely different idea of who their demographics would be and so they were thinking like oh to be more protective for kids and be we'll safe have, and to be safe we need to we'll make their thing we'll make their username will have, like, the password for them or whatever versus it being, like, nah, I want to be Black Hermione. 
like, and Black Luna. Why? Why can't I do that? And also, can I have a password that I'm gonna remember? Exactly. And a screen name well, I think that you can I change could, the password. You could eventually. change your password, but like I could never remember my username. Yeah. So then it was. And, there was and you couldn't sign in with your email. I don't know. There was like a lot of things, and so um, one of the things when they did announce Pottermore um, that I don't. It, it's been so long, but like. JK had always said that she was going to release this big, like, encyclopedia, this big, like, back, I don't know what it would be called, but, like, it was kind of like, it was it was going to be kind of like the Encyclopedia Britannica for the Wizarding World, so you could just go look at people's backstories, go, like, if you want to learn more about hippogriffs, you could just, like, go to H and right. look up hippogriff, and then there would be all of this information, and, um... She had decided when they announced Pottermore that she was going to scrap that idea and that wasn't really going to happen anymore and Pottermore would just kind of encompass all of that and there'd be these special releases. It didn't really work out because it was like, I have to go through all of these things to get to, and all I want is the con- like the exclusive content yeah, or the I background story. Yeah, I through the story. I know the story. I know the story. If I want to do that, I'll just go back and read it. Yeah. So um, I think they have, We. I mean, as we announced last week they kind of realized their mistakes there um so the new Pottermore is much more in line in line with the encyclopedia um type of Pottermore you can hit an explore button on the top and it you can type in what you want to look at so if you're like seriously interested you can just go straight to the marauders oh right I mean it's still not fully like done and so they're still um, going to be releasing new content and stuff like they they just released like last week um the potter family um so there's like this whole new thing on like basically the like harry's ancestors and that like genealogy and like all the like kind of things that his great 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 grand whatever um like contributed to the wizarding world um which is super interesting and you should read it um, but yeah, so then, but then it's like, they're still not like total, um, they have like character profiles for a lot of the, for a lot of the characters. Um, and so it's like more of a, like, here's some pictures, here's some illustrations, here's some movie stills, here's some like quotes from the book. Um, and then like relevant articles. So for example, I went to look for Sirius Black and I found, I ended up going finding this really dope like article on Azkaban which we'll talk about later um but it's not necessarily like a full-on like thing like this is what happened with Sirius and I know you want to talk about Remus later Mm -hmm. but like initially when I was going to Remus that's all I saw was just the character profile and I was like well that's not giving me as many feels as I expected which is kind of good because I didn't feel like having in the middle yeah I didn't feel like having going in like into a ball of tears at Bittersweet Cafe um but then, like, earlier today, I found that there actually was, like, a more, like, prolonged thing, and then I was really sad, and while, mm-hmm. I, was, while I was watching Eat Street on the cooking channel. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it's just, like, it's hard. Sometimes, some of it is, like, you kind of have to search. It's easier if you know what you're looking for. Um, and it also kind of has... down the rabbit hole. Yeah, it also has... That's one of the things I was going to mention. It has a rabbit hole component where if you are looking at... Like, she said she went to look for Sirius, and then she ended up in Azkaban, because it'll say, like, you know, oh, Sirius, Sirius is an Azkaban, Sirius is also part of the Marauders. Mm-hmm. Like, you can go and click through and end up in a rabbit hole. Um, one thing that we noticed is that there isn't actually a lot of new content. A lot of these, a lot of this stuff is basically copied over from the old Pottermore. So, um, one of the great, greatest things that came out of Pottermore, you would unlock these goals, and then you would get access to this exclusive content. Well, 
the lovely people at MuggleNet, I think Time was doing it for a while too. People um, and EW would always do it as soon as like, I don't know if they just had someone whose job it was to like click through Pottermore and as soon as they got the exclusive content, they would... Where was I when that job was announced? Right? I I have this thing. I don't know if, if you guys follow me on Twitter at Robin uh, underscore Ravenclaw. <laughs> Um, I had this like rando thought in the middle of the night when I was like on, in the Pottermore rabbit hole about someone gets someone's job, y'all, on someone's resume. It says Pottermore, as in like that's their job. Like, they get paid to talk to Joe about the Wizarding World and then write it down. Hire me, seriously. You don't even seriously. I want that. I want that job so bad. Yeah. But um, yeah. So. Um, I pretty quickly gave up on Pottermore myself, but when exclusive content was unlocked, you could find it um, pretty quickly. I would say within the day, within two days, as they were adding chapters, because they were adding chapters um, as they were going along, um, you could find this content on different spaces in the web. So I noticed that there isn't actually that much new content. when they. So when they released the news that they had, done a redesign and an update they released that with the new potter family there wasn't that much besides that potter family article there actually wasn't that much new content right and uh again you're not supposed to be in here baby do you love harry potter you have to say it out loud yes yeah say it say hi say bye 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 poo see you later i'm gonna say good night Good night. Good night. Say good night. What'd she say? Uh, something about Fetty Wap. I don't know. Oh. The kid's a mess. Um, <laughs> anyway. Shout out to co-host Aminata. She really just, she's a mess. She does what she wants. She does. She doesn't care. Doors are, act, doors are suggestions for her. Closed doors <laughs> are suggestions. Like, oh, you might want to knock before coming in. But, but nah. actually, no. I can do what I want. I'm, I own this house. She did tell me that she had a car. And I was like, oh, really? You, you paid for this car? And she was like, it's my car. You, you bought it from your mama? Apparently. Apparently. With that it, $25 she owes me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, anyway. Back to Pottermore. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, there isn't actually that much new content. But the content that they have up there, um, it's just, it's much cleaner. It's better. It's easier to read and digest. And there's a lot of really gorgeous illustrations that, oh, yeah. like, make it, I don't know. Even though I recognized that I'd read the stuff before it just made it like more well some of them so like I ended up in at Privet Drive <laughs> at some point and so like one of the pictures is actually because I like I think I got up to Prisoner of Azkaban when I was like initially on Pottermore and so some of them because remember they're like games and stuff yeah. so like one of them was like Harry sitting in his backyard and I believe I guess that's probably Chamber of Secrets um and you had to like click and like get things. And oh, so she, in. you could win, listen to the news. Is that that one? No, no, it was Chamber of Secrets. Oh, so Chamber of Secrets. I don't Sorry. remember exactly what it was. Like why he was outside. <laughs> oh, I think it was like he did something to, to Dobby, and I mean, obviously we'll get to it yeah. at some point um, when we read them. But like he, no, he did something to Dudley. Like he was playing games with Dudley, and Dudley got mad, and he was hiding. And then he was hiding, but then he saw Dobby's eyes look at him. Oh yeah, and he was like, "What is that?" What's going on? Um, but anyway, yeah. So it was like one of those pictures. And I recognized it from the Pottermore, like the initial um, website. But I kind of like just seeing it on its own as opposed to having to like have to click on it to focus. Because when you're playing a game, you don't really like get to appreciate what the artwork is. You just are like, all right, let me find this thing so I can get unlock the new content. Versus like, let's just look at this picture and how awesome it is. 
Um, yeah, and I think yeah. a lot of the um, artwork has, you've seen it before, but you haven't seen it in, like, the kind of way that it is laid out in the new Pottermore. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think a lot of the, after the initial excitement, I mean, I guess I'm still kind of in the initial excitement phase, but a lot of that, after that initial, like, oh my God, this is no, what like, I wanted. I literally almost, had, like, I was trying to go to sleep. Oh yeah, this I didn't. follows what happens. Like I can't check Twitter before I go to bed because then mm-hmm. I'm just up and I'm like having conversations about like random stuff. And I like almost had like a meltdown <laughs> as I was like trying to go to sleep because about this new Pottermore thing because I was like, oh my god, all this Marauders content we're gonna get. And I just like almost broke down, but I while I was in bed, and it was <laughs> a problem. And I was like, let me just go to sleep and leave this alone. I had this like, really brilliant thing, so I have had like a couple of days where I've just not really been able to sleep. Um, I blame the Sims and Law and Order SVU. And I know that both of those things are about five years old, but just think of me as an Eastern European. I'm late y'all. I'm late, but I'm in there. I'm there now. And right now, Law and Order. still be black. Black people are late all the time. Oh, so I got CPT on the nerd stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, I'm late. Yeah. All, I'm, I'm personally am late all the time. Um, anywho, but yeah, so I was like, I need to just read before I go to bed. And oh shoot, let me read Pottermore. Two a.m., three a.m. Yeah, it's not. A why did I think? Thing. Why it's did I like, think that was gonna it's work? It's not like a book where you could just sit there and be like, oh, the end of the chapter. Like literally, I spent when was that on Wednesday? I had like three hours in the morning to like where I didn't necessarily have anything scheduled to do and I literally was like all right I'm just gonna block off these three hours I put on some Harry Potter scores I just listened to Harry Potter in my headphones while reading about it and I was like Bionis Harry Potter score thing this week was a problem oh my god no it was just so amazing because I never I don't really think about listening to like soundtracks out of the out of the blue I get texted I get texted about the let me see you hippogriff or whatever that oh my god that killed me though because I was like okay we're sitting here listening because I was on the YouTube um and I was on the YouTube I was on the YouTube and the Twitter I was gonna say the YouTube channel but like so you can just I just like googled like Harry Potter soundtracks or I YouTubed it whatever um and then they just were like we have 174 songs in this and I was like click that's me <laughs> and so I'm like listening to all this stuff and it's like real you know they're just scores they're like super classical and it's just like live music and like bands or bands, bands orchestras orchestras yeah and so it's like I was gonna say I wasn't even, I was gonna say like specific instruments and then mm-hmm. my brain did a thing um and so then all of a sudden I get to Goblet of Fire and so they then all of a sudden it's just like this rock music from uh, when they're at the Yule Ball and they're talking about do the hippogriff and I remember hearing like part of that song in the actual like movie but I'd never like heard the real lyrics because there were like things happening it was a movie <laughs> and so I'm just like what just happened because I just went from like you know like the classic Harry Potter theme song to like do the hippogriff and I was like this is weird it was awesome but it was weird. anyway I like went I was like deep into Harry Potter the last half of this and let me tell you guys if you're interested in wizard rock I mean do the hippogriff is like yeah it's part of the movie and it's canon whatever but how about like shout out to Harry and the Potters Draco and the Malfoys um yeah uh DJ no it's not I think it's I think it's MC creature not DJ creature like I said last time whatever it is if I said DJ it's MC and if I said MC it's DJ creature um there is a Bellatrix rapper who's pretty good and I am a nerd fighter so shout out to Hank Green we are book eight I want a book eight thank you 
go if you don't if I sound weird to you, go to the Google. She sounds weird to me. So. Whatever. <laughs> I love me some Wizard Rock. I do. I'm not. I'm not ashamed of it. Harry and the Potters were on tour the, like not too long ago, and oh, yeah. I tried to get you to go with me, and you were like, "What? When was that? It was a couple of years. It was like a year or something ago, and you were just like, "What?" And then you were busy or something, so you wouldn't go. But yeah, you, I was yeah. in school. I don't do any. I didn't do anything. When I was but in still, um, but also Wizard probably Rock. I was just like, what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was probably a mixture of both. Um, so let's hop into yeah. some of the content that we yeah, loved. Um, since this is supposed to be a bonus episode, um, I mean, this is a bonus episode, but we still want to give you. Like, what we do, which is overthinking this world. Yo, because, like, okay, yeah. And, like, we only made, like, a really short list and then, like, read more. So we might have to do another one because I have feelings about, like, some other stuff. But I And there's going to be more one. content that comes out. Obviously. So. And, like, we don't, the main reason for these bonus episodes is so that we don't spend, like, ten hours on one episode and we're supposed to just talk about the books. We don't want to, like be like, oh, we're going to talk about chapter five. And then we end up and talking then, about Pottermore for like more than half the episode. Like that seems like a problem. But it also so, seems very realistic yeah, knowing the two of us. we would do that. We would do it. Um. So, yeah. So they just get <laughs> extra content, but like not in a way that's just too long. Um, we can split it up for you. Yeah. I'm trying to, yeah. So we're going to start with uh, the Marauders map. Most of the content that we're going to highlight right now is like the extra stuff that J.K. Rowling Joe herself um, wrote and shared. And I think the great things about these is like, literally when you read this extra content, you really understand that she, like if you want to be a writer or if you are a writer, um, shout out to Bayana. I don't know why I'm shouting you out and you're just right? sitting right next to me. But you're also like putting a lot of pressure on me and I don't, I don't like it. No, 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 no. I don't want to put a lot of pressure on you, but like Bayana writes these really cool stories and she is just like me, but smarter and better. Okay. It's true. Um, but anyway, but, like, she writes these really great stories. I love to read them. And you can really tell, like, the the Joe influence in them. And I mean, a lot of other influences. But, dude, Joe just, like, thought of everything. Literally everything. Like, the world building is so deep and dense. And, like, I, as a wannabe writer, find myself a lot of times, like, Bayana can tell you, like, I'll call, I'll t- text her a call or something, and I'm like, I can't figure out the rules of what I'm trying to write, or I can't, or, like, something just doesn't make sense, and I get stuck, and I don't know, like, you know, should, how to get around it, or whatever, but when you're reading this extra content, like, this is just stuff that is, like, amazing stuff that, if you think, it got thrown away, and not thrown away, because, I mean, it did help to, like, build the world and the density of the world, but, like, it, like, it's just, it's mind-boggling. It's it's literally mind-boggling. So, anywho, <laughs> we're going to start with the Marauders map, which this one article, piece of content or whatever, just shows you that, Joe, I know you're listening. Listen. Just Listen. I know, you're, I know you hear us, or at least I'm, I'm hoping and praying because, that you hear us. Because I want to see them find out about, like, find out that Remus is a, a, a werewolf. I want to see them, like try to become Animagi. I want to see them make the Marauders map. Mapping it I out. I want to see them, like, what's the, it sounds like, like a spell that they use? It literally sounds like you don't have to do very much. You just need to find all these notes and throw them together, maybe add some transitions. I feel like you would be done with at least Marauders book one in about two months. Yeah, like, literally the only reason I put the Marauders map on this, uh, on our list of things to talk about is because, like, um, 
one, I just want to talk about the Marauders. All the all time. I'm about. Um, but also, it's like, this was, there aren't, other than like, I think there's like a full Remus thing, and there's, um, and then there's like, no, no, there's no, not it's a full not, series. It's not Everything full. else is, I think there's a Peter one. There's a, Pe- there's a Peter Pettigrew one. Um, but the rest of them are just profiles right now. So she doesn't actually have a lot of like stuff on the Marauders in here, which actually I'm going to take that as a sign that she's just holding on to it because she's going to make a book for us guys. Um, I'm just keep saying it like every episode and then eventually it's going to manifest. Ianla says that. No, nope, nope. We can't talk about Ianla. I'm just saying if you, if you see it and you say it, if you call a thing a thing, Bayana. Call a thing a thing. I think okay. I okay. Visualize and it will materialize. Anyway. Visualize. Okay. So <laughs> um, but yeah, so I just like I'm just hoping that that's what she's doing. She's holding on to it. She's like, I'm not gonna give it to you just now, cause you're not ready for what I'm gonna drop. Which I'm I'm actually that if she were to drop the Marauders, like, the first book tomorrow, like, on some Beyonce I might shit. die. I, like, that would be the end. You would never hear from me again. It would be the end of me. That would be the end. I, I literally, yeah, I might. <laughs> that may be the, like, literally, I don't think that, that I don't think I would so have There's so many a... things I want to do in my life, and... but at the same time, like, if that were to happen, I feel like that would be it. Like, I don't. No, nah, man. Do I you need would... to do anything else? Yeah. Other than just read? The Marauders. Well, uh, oh, I, oh, okay. I, get I thought I was like, yeah, you need to stay alive so you can actually get the book. No, but I'm saying like after that. No, nah, it's, it's, it's well, cool. we got. It's not going to be just one book. It better be seven. It doesn't have to be seven, Joe. Yes, can, it does. You it can do whatever you want per year. Like that's a lot of pressure. She's writing all these Cormor and Strike books and hey, I love those stuff. For, so do I. I'm just saying. <laughs> She's okay. writing these other things. She could just write this, the if, if she dropped... I'm getting demanding. I should stop. I'm acting like she's like ooh, Frank Ocean. I must put... <laughs> like she didn't, Frank, she by she the way... She didn't promise us anything. So we, by the way... Let me calm down. I just want you to know, it is September. It is September. So the summer is over. No, it's not. It's like, it's July, like, 102nd or something. I just pulled that number out of my butt, but... It is September. Just, Frank, where you at, buddy? Do you need help? Do you want me to come bring you a latte? Do you need an espresso? I mean, what do you need? Do you need someone to check your emails? Do you need me to, like, what do you need, Frank? Because it is September. It is. But it's, it's the end of September, actually. It is the end of, it is fall. <laughs> and right. someone it's, said summer, and it is fall. It's true. Just listen to Pink Matter over and over again. That's what I've been It doing. is fall. I just listen to Channel Orange. Like, just every time it comes on, I'm like, yep, I'm just listening to this song. <laughs> okay. Just just pretend it's a new album. <laughs> this isn't Ocean Team. This is Wizard Team. But Frank, where you at? Okay. So we where were, you at? We were in the middle of talking about the Marauders, and we got on, like, multiple teams. Well, you you brought up. You, I did. I did. I'm not even, up. I'm not even blaming, I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying we were on the Marauders. Okay. The Marauders. So uh, in this exclusive JK Joe content. She lets us know that, like, we think that Ron, Hermione, and Harry. Side note: How do you feel about the whole Golden Trio, Silver, silver Trio stuff? That do you know about that? I did. In the that's fandom, not stupid. Okay. Um, I don't. Yeah, just call them the trio, and then the rest of them are just their homies. Like they don't need to have the their DA. own little thing. Yeah, don't do that. Okay. Um, <laughs> People be trying to put label. Like this is gonna sound. 
I'm gonna sound like ridiculous kind of but it's like people try to label everything and it's like some things just don't need to have a they don't have to be a thing not everything has to be a thing that's my that's my little like gym for this like the other one is like people how you want to be treated or mm-hmm. else, like a boa constrictor will come up this one is just like not everything has to be a thing it's yeah not that it's not that serious as Karma. much as, like, as much as harry potter is like very serious mm-hmm. and like important in our lives also we don't have to like call everything we don't have to make stuff up Karma is a boa constrictor, and not everything has to be a thing. Though, if there are any artists out there, I really can't find a Black Luna on Tumblr. Can someone make me a Black Luna? I really want that as my avatar. Can somebody make a? Uh, can somebody Photoshop me on a dragon? Because I've been wanting that for like months, and I, I can, can't. No, like literally, I I like Google black girl with a dragon, and it's just a bunch of like black dragons with like white girls, and it makes me really sad. Yep, I need that. That's me Googling Black Luna. Yeah, I'm just like... Luna wearing black. Thank you. Right. I didn't need that. That's not what I asked Not what I want in my life. Come on. Anyway, so, again... Hashtag get Bayana and Dragon 2K15. All right. (laughs) Hashtag get Robin a hippogriff. just need a reminder. Um, (laughs) So, as much as, like, the trio and Tom Riddle, she adds, has explored the castles and the grounds of Hogwarts, no one touches... No one even comes close, she says to exploring Hogwarts and the grounds as thoroughly and illicitly as the Marauders. Oh, yeah. That's definitely, like... The whole thing is, like... That was kind of, like, a duh moment for me, only because they created this whole map. So that's what Harry, Ron, and Hermione are even, like, basing their entire... Well, not their entire thing. on Like, the first two years, they were just doing it on their own, wandering around. Um, But after that, they were using that map to, like, Mm -hmm. figure out how to get to places or figure out where people were or whatever... So obviously there's like someone before them who was who were doing the most basically. <laughs> Seriously. Um, yeah. Um I think one thing that uh came out of this um I mean she talks a little bit more about <laughs> Tears for Remus. Can te- I think Tears for Remus is like sounds like a band name or like or a hashtag. A hashtag. Hashtag, hashtag Tears, Tears for, for Remus. Remus. Um she talks a little bit about their desire to help Remus and not feel so lonely and you know, all of those terrible transformations. And then that just came up every month. Um, but one of the things that she, is that it's enchanted to forever repel Severus Snape. That's hilarious. Which is really funny, but I always thought, like, yeah, Snape caught Harry with the map and it insulted him. But I always thought that was because he was a professor. and I always like, thought it was because he didn't have the password. Well, yes, too. I thought, like, if you didn't have a password, it might, um, it knows, I, I thought it was weird that it knew, it knew who you were, but it wouldn't show you the map. It wouldn't mm-hmm. reveal itself to you if you didn't have the password. But I always thought that it would be, like, insulting or something to a professor, just because that seems like a very marauder thing to do. Like, you know, just, like, thumb your nose at authority in any kind of way. But the fact that it is specifically for Severus is so out of pocket. <laughs> it's really out of pocket. Like, the Marauders had no chill. Not at all. Like, lack, like negative chill on that. Like, that is so... And it's like, you know Sirius was behind that. Oh, yeah. That, like, has Sirius's name written all over it, but... <laughs> he was like, guys, you know what would be really hilarious? You know what would be a great <laughs> idea? If Severus couldn't... <laughs> it would, like, always be insulted by just this one random piece of parchment. Yeah enchanted to forever repel so like because like the one where he was like even if Severus did get the password even if he 
looked at that map and said, I'm so- I solemnly swear I'm up to no good. They'd be like, hey, That map would have been like, nah. You tried it. <laughs> Peace, bruh. Just kidding. Wash your hair. Which, <laughs> I mean, I don't fault the map because Severus, wash your hair. Dude. Yeah, why is it so greasy? Like, why is, so he, greasy. is he trying to grow dreadlocks or something? Oh, it's don't, nasty. He needs to not do that. Um, friends don't let white friends grow dreadlocks. That's true. Um, there, I think one of the other things I'm like was really cool um, is that she tells us like what the actual charm that they use it um, on the map. So it's the homunculus charm. Um, it enables the possessor of the map to track the movements of every person in the castle. Um, which I thought, I thought that's really interesting because I've read some, I don't read a lot of fanfic, um, or I do like on and off. Most of it is Marauder's fanfic because I'm just <laughs> starved for that book. Um, but it's interesting because a lot of the time, like people will try to imagine like what, like what process they had to go through to like create the map. Um, and I think it's funny. I mean, like, you know, they have to use more than just that charm, but it's, I like that she gave us like, this is the charm that does this specific thing. And that's like a lot, a big part of the map. Like mo- a lot of it is just that like, they have to map out explore, this big exactly, castle. And map it out. And then, but then I'm sure there's like some magic around like mapping the moving stair cases mm-hmm. or like, um, just probably figuring out like how they're charmed and then are like, that's probably a lot of math, actually. Like, just, like, the pattern yeah. of... I don't understand that math, but... Of the staircases. Of the staircases. And like, and or, like, the doors that aren't really doors, which I guess we're going to get to later um, in Sorcerer's Stone, but, like, the doors that aren't really doors or the walls that are actually doors. Yeah. Or, like, that kind of thing. Um, and then, of course, like, all the different passageways and whatever. The hidden passages. Um, but a lot of those, I think, also could just be known because... Dumbledore may may have given those to um, Remus so that if which ones the hidden passageways oh um so that would be trolling he probably knew all of what they were doing and was just like go ahead Dumbledore do it all. I don't care that's such a brilliant idea he has such a big stand for Gryffindor shaping, shaping young minds he's like look at y'all you're being brave <laughs> and look at you like being intellectually curious you go ahead and use that homunculus charm right. that is a good look at you, you learning. Extra credit. Five points for Gryffindor. (laughs) Terrible. Okay. Terrible. But yeah, like, um, also, side note, someone told me the saddest thing in the world, just thinking about math and stuff, that, like, it's been scientifically proven that magic does exist. Like, you can do certain things with your, like, move things with your mind or whatever. But technology is such that it's actually just, like, inefficient to do, like, the amount of energy that it takes you to, like, levitate half an inch off the ground is just inefficient to taking a plane which sure dude makes sense but why you gotta break my heart like that yeah i want to levitate just like one time i mean i was not like i gotta fly but i would like to levitate well apparently Honestly, i really just want to teleport that's actually uh, what i do because it could skip commutes and then, right like, i would never be go late straight from well, work to your bed not even true i might be late a couple of times but the amount of times and the length of me being late would just but it would be great because I always, like, I don't mind, like, le- you know, like, in the morning, like, having to go somewhere. But once I'm there and it's time to go home, and it's, like, 5.30 and I'm exhausted at work in San Francisco. And I know it's going to take me, like, basically two hours to get home. <laughs> I'm just like, bruh, can I just, like, be in bed now? How should I get by on a license, 2K15? Well, it would still be two hours. Don't. I won't shade you. She's shaming I'm, me. I'm shaming. I am publicly she's shaming. She's shaming me because I live in a city that actually has a good tra- public transit system, whereas San Diego's is non-existent. 
Anyway, we should go to the next thing on the list <laughs> um, because we are 30 minutes in. and We have done one thing. One thing. So let's just hit it. Hashtag tears for Remus. Hashtag tears for Remus Lupin. Guys. Why is his life so... It's not fair. Like, it's not. Like, Joe had the nerve to be on some, like, in her thoughts after her, like, after writing about the thing, like, oh, I cried so much writing this. Like, okay, but you made him like this. You didn't have to make him like Did this. she, or is, I'm, I'm not convinced that this didn't really happen and she is just, you know, a historian. Okay, yes, but still. And I she's just, just doing, she's just telling I the just, truth. It just breaks she's my heart. She's a Doris Goodwin of the Wizarding World. It breaks my heart. Remus. Like, Tears for Remus. Uh, let me just... There is something to be said about, like, going through hard times and making you a stronger person. And, like, we see this with Harry. We see, like, the good in Harry. Um, We will pinpoint time and time again where Harry will do something selfless or be giving or something. And you're just like, but where did that come from? You don't even have any kind of background. Like, there's no, there's nothing in your nurturing that would suggest that you be, have the capability of doing that, but somehow it's it innate in your nature that makes you that way. And I do think there's also something about like hardship and like trials and tribulations and all, you know, all that good stuff and um, about making you a stronger, better person. But at a certain point, like if Harry hadn't defeated Voldemort at 18 and he was just like, 32 still living with the Dursleys and still fighting Voldemort every like couple of months. And then they like, they clash and like it ends up just kind of in a duel in a draw and then they go away and then they regroup and then they clash again and people are dying and all this shit. Like at what point does Harry just say, fuck it. I'm part of the dark side. Give me the dark mark. I give up. I'm tired. That is Remus. Like that is, that is Remus's life. Where like, it's like, literally like he was five years old when he was bitten. And then, no, 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 he was five. Okay, he was five. I was about to, that was about to break my little heart just a little bit more. <laughs> but still, I mean, it's still hella young. And then his parents were like, didn't even, like, he wasn't able to, like, be friends with him when they had to move around every month. Like, or almost every month. It was like, once people started noticing that he was, like, disappeared every month for a couple days during the full moon, they would realize, like, oh, they would have suspicion. And they'd have to leave, they'd have to leave. And uproot. So that was like probably every like six months or so, maybe. He was actually four because it was shortly before his fifth birthday. So he oh. celebrated his fifth birthday as a full fledged werewolf. Okay, and so, so he, they have to leave, move around. They don't think he's gonna be able to go to Hogwarts. So his dad starts to like homeschool him, and then Dumbledore comes. And I know I've been really hard on Dumbledore <laughs> um, in these past episodes. Um, well, I guess we both have kind of, but I have a lot of feelings about Dumbledore that I feel like I'm just starting to kind of realize now. Um, I'm not feel, I mean, like, they're feelings, but, like, thoughts and just, like, in, like he's really an interesting char- character to me. But, like, what he does for Remus, right, in, like, this moment is so amazing. Like, they're just at all. It's so amazing. Like, he's like, okay, we have, he already knew. He heard about what happened to Lupins, and he was like, all right, let's make this Whomping Willow for when he come, when he turns 11 so he can go to school. Like, they didn't ask him to do that. He had already done like when he came to explain. He to came with a he plan. Done, he had already done it. He was like, "Nah, you're gonna come to Hogwarts. <laughs> like that's happening." And that's just so. That's so great. It's so amazing to me. I think um, um, one of the things that so there's um, it's known, and I think it, it it's reinforced. I think she says it again in this is that like Remus is a 
allegory for blood diseases like HIV and Mm -hmm. but there is also something to this kind of um I don't know there's like there's some saying in I don't know if it's like in all black families but I've heard it a couple of times like the more that you like the like the the more racist white people are you better believe that your daughter is going to come home with a black guy or something like have you heard this kind of like trope of like the you know whatever and um I think that that is actually really interesting that like that idea that like what you do will come back on your children and Lyle from um and also shout out to Lyle reminded me of Neil from One Direction that's another thing anyway um, that's his name their name is more nope and okay so anyway so I don't think that Remus's father is actually like prejudiced against like I don't think that he is he has a deep prejudice against werewolves but that socialization comes out and he's frustrated by not being listened to and that's why he lashes out at Fenrir that way and Mm -hmm. like what he says to Fenrir directly affects Remus like his prejudice and his mistake comes back on his child so as much as like hashtag tears for Remus also tears for Lau because he's has to like know that like what he did and his like prejudice and his prejudice has forever changed Remus's life and his life and like their whole like you know their nice you know life as a happy family becomes infinitely more stressful because they are living in secret and moving around and like Remus is a little boy he doesn't have any control he doesn't have any say in what happened to him but like I just think that that's, like, a really powerful allegory. And the fact that, like, she... I Just, Joe, just, like, bow down. Bow down, bitches. Um, I don't know. I just... Yeah, so I can't really formulate that entire thought or that entire argument. But I do think that it's very important to think about um, how Remus got to that point. Right. Um, and then also, I think mean, I'm going back into, I'm sorry, I keep cutting you no, off, but going, right. going back into Dumbledore, like they had kind of just resigned themselves to like, this is how it's going to be. And like Remus is going to be homeschooled and um, Dumbledore not only gives Remus this great gift or it's not really, I, it is kind of like he gives him this great opportunity, but he also gives his Remus's father this like, reprieve from feeling that kind of guilt because at least for those seven years at Hogwarts Remus gets to live a norm normal ish um life and right like he has friends he gets to like interact like he hasn't really gotten to interact with anyone his age until he gets to Hogwarts because Mm -hmm. of how young he was when he got bitten um and then obviously when he leaves then like tears for Remus <laughs> I don't like talking about like what Remus because I do think I mean so. I like talking about him but I don't like it because it's just so sad. Like it's like he has like seven years, um, which are like basically the best years of his life. And it's not like the other good things don't happen to him and like he gets to come back to Hogwarts that one year to teach. Um before I mean like he gets he fights in the world before his like friends all die like, you know, are I don't know, like, one dies, one is killed by, or supposedly he believes that one, the next day, the day after his best friend dies, his other best friend kills 
his other best friend and then is in Azkaban. Even though that's not exactly what happened, but like that's, just, that's pretty much how he has to live how, his life for the next it, yeah. twelve years. Yeah. Is like three years after we get out of Hogwarts, the best years of our lives. Like I have no one. Like they're all gone, um, and that's just like horrible. And then for like three years, three more years, he like finds Sirius, finds out what happened, like what really happened. And so then he has his homie back, and they get to like, hey, it's really like two years. Damn it. Um, <laughs> and. Then they're, like, living together once Sirius is no longer, like, on the run, really. Um, and then Sirius dies. And then he's, like, alone again. And he feels terrible. And he's, like, pushing Tonks away. And then he finally decides that he's gonna, like, not push Tonks away. And they get married. And they have a baby. And he gets scared. And they run away. And then him and Harry get into a fight. And then he gets back. And then Teddy's born. And he's all happy. And then he dies. Hashtag tears for Remus. I do want to bring up one thing though. Um, so we got we Diana just did a very great succinct like <laughs> great. That's the wrong word, but a very a, heartbreaking a, a, a good rundown of Remus's life. We didn't even it, talk about the fact that he had to live with werewolves for like a whole year. But he did that for the greater good. Yeah, but he also did it, but it's still horrible because he had to be around Fenrir. Like, that was, like, the bruh who made him the way he is. But I want to talk a little bit about the Wolfsbane potion. And, like, yes, this is an allegory. Allegory? Is that the right? Yeah. For um, blood diseases and HIV, especially in the beginning. Like, this is being, like, written um, and coming up in Joe's mind in, like, the ni- early 90s. 97 is when the first one gets published, but she's already got, like, that story pretty much thought through. She just now has to put pen to paper. Um, <laughs> like, that's so easy. But anyway, um, so when she's thinking up this story and these characters, HIV, we get this anti-retrovirus, anti, whatever. The, the, the cocktail, the AIDS cocktail comes, and it's like, amazing, look at this thing that can help you. But then on the flip side, like, who can afford that? And... It was, you know, like, there are all these things about how you have to, like, only the rich were able to, like, take these drugs or they just weren't available. And then also to admit that you needed help to take these drugs, you also had to admit that you had this disease, which would make you a pariah. Mm-hmm. And the Wolfsbane potion is very much like that. Um, and this is where it goes back to a little bit of salty feelings for Dumbledore. Um, not that he is like the end all be all and not that he can like take care of everyone or, you know, continue to give Remus, um, this like very expensive potion. But I do think that like he could have, and they like done something. I mean, there's, there's tons of stuff happening and who knows like what, I just kind of wish that someone would have done something to make it easier for Remus to continue to take that potion after Hogwarts because he yeah. has this seven years of well no the potion um, the potion doesn't exist when he's no, when he's in school you yeah after so he leaves yeah so he has this seven years where he's able to have friends and they've like set up this like system for him to like live and you know be to feel safe when he's trans when he's transitioned mm-hmm. Um, I not feel I don't know how safe he feels, but to feel like he his biggest fear is that he's gonna hurt someone. So he feels a little bit better shielded from himself himself. Right. It's really like the Hulk. Like you just you know, like he feels able to like 
have these friends who turn themselves into anima, anima, anima guy, animagi, anime guy, um, and feel kind of content in the fact that he's not really going to put all, anyone in danger. And then once he graduates, it's just like, bye. And he's got to figure out another way to do this. And at the same time, like here is this amazing, like thing that can really help him. And I just wish that like, the ministry or something, they would have done like more to make it easier for these, not just Remus, but yeah, Remus, because he's like the best of the, you know, like Fenrir Greyback is not going to take the Wolfsbane potion. He yeah. is like, he's fully, he's, he's fully, like, I am man wolf. <laughs> yeah. He's got like a wolf like, tattoo and he's right. just down for that's, the cause. He's got, he's got teardrop tat, like whatever, <laughs> like for every, every kitty bit or whatever. Like he's just, he's full into it. Fine. Like, no one's forcing you to take this potion, but, like, the fact that, like, you know that there is something that can help you and you don't have the, the means or the resources exactly. to get it is just another, like, hashtag taste for Remus. Because it doesn't have to be this way! It doesn't. It oh. really doesn't. Okay. Um, Whew. Yeah, I feel like we have more Remus feelings, but also he's... We can go to something else because he's not... I mean, J.K. does say that, like, Remus is one of her favorite characters. Yeah, which and, is, like, duh. Um, I think, like, okay, you're I, you're salty, I'm salty. She made herself cry all over again writing this, and she hated killing him. But I do think that, like, he is a great character because of all that happens to, all him. That happens to That's him. That's, like, what makes him him, obviously. Yeah. Like, yeah, of course, I, like... He's a I'm tragic, mad and it's so sad. But at the same, but at the same time, like he wouldn't be who he is. Yeah, and he's a tragic him. hero, but he is amazing. So um, now we want to talk about the other riveting schools. Um, um, yeah, I kind of like tweeted about this. I like live tweeted my <laughs> my experience going back to Pottermore because I was really excited. Um, which was like when I realized as I was reading about Durmstrang, which is I think Durmstrang might be the only. It's the one only one that has, that has its like, own. Yeah, it's the only one that, like, Joe has written about yet. Um, and she still doesn't even, like, write what the other 11 schools... So she says, like, the first line of the Durmstrang um, little, like, blurb or article or whatever, it says that Durmstrang once had the darkest reputation of all 11 wizarding schools, though this was never entirely merited. So, one, I was like, oh, they're, like, the Slytherins of the wizarding schools. Um, and two, there are 11 wizarding schools. Like, what? Where are they? What are they called? Like, what's going on here? Um, the only ones we really know are, like, Bow Battens, um, obviously Hogwarts, and then the Salem Witch Institute. Um, and Dirty. I think yeah. that's what it's called, right? Yeah, the one the Salem that's Witch here, Institute. The one that's um, in America. But then, it's, like, kind of sad. But we wouldn't be, like, sorted so, into our houses. So this is the thing that was really funny was that, did you... T- did you say um, we wouldn't be... Yeah, we wouldn't be Gryffindor, Ravenclaw, Sufflepuffs, or Slytherins because those were the founders of Hogwarts, not of all the 11 Wizarding Schools. Yeah. And Durmstrang actually only has one founder. So... They're all just like, just like wait, yeah. how do you... How are you sorted? And then You're I decided not. that um, I'm transferring to Hogwarts. Like, Yeah. So we both decided that we will be uh, foreign exchange students. Yeah, because I'm not... What? Ravenclaw. What the heck? <laughs> but... Also, like, it's really funny, not funny, it's really interesting, like, reading the entry about Durmstrang and, like, its um, infamous ex-pupil and all of this, like, dubious allegiances, and, like, it literally is, like, the Slytherin of the Wizarding Schools. Yeah. Um, What's hilarious, too, is that, like, 
one of the is like the ex people who has done more than um, any other to cause damage to Durmstrang's replication is Gellert Grindelwald, who was um, he was the like biggest dark wizard before Voldemort came around. And I'm like, why didn't Voldemort mess up Hogwarts' reputation? Yeah, and it could also be because like Harry Potter also came from Hogwarts. And like all those, but like you know, there are probably some like good people who came from Durmstrang. Oh but, yeah, like, I just from. mean right, and I just mean like um. Maybe it's because they're sorted in houses, so it's more like Slytherin got all that bad rap and not Hogwarts as a whole. But I was just like, dang, like... (laughs) Well, this is, like, the really funny thing is that I am huge Anglophile, so you know pretty quickly, like, that this is a big, like, it has a lot of, like, references to Nazism and all of this, all of these things, and it was just basically, like... Durmstrang, Germany. Like, and you kind of get that idea that, like, it's got such a bad... Grindelwald worked with Hitler and the Red Skull. Look at all these crossovers! (laughs) Someone make that fan fiction! Hell Hydra! Hell Hydra and, like, for the greater good. Dude. Okay. Sorry, I'm just really excited because Shield... Hashtag someone make that fan fiction. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Oh, I think I also had something about that, like... And then Doctor comes. Yeah. Oh, because Unit had the... I I recently tweeted out that Unit had the heliopads way before S.H.I.E.L.D. did. Yeah. And we need that whole, you know, Unit dealing with the extraterrestrials, S.H.I.E.L.D. dealing but with also, the extraterrestrials. Like, in, let's call Hitler then, the robot guy. The Them, they're, like, miniaturized into the robot. Yeah. And then they, like, turn to each other and they, like, sh- yeah. give them hell. Oh. So, <laughs> Hashtag someone make that fanfic. Um, We're huge nerds, man. <laughs> oh, such a problem. That went on a whole other. Yeah. So, whole other but, level. but the thing with like that is like I feel or with Durmstrang in general is that I feel like it's it's a stand-in for, and I think that one thing that Voldemort did not did not do that Grindelwald did, or at least it wasn't really shown. I mean, they make some references to him going abroad and we know that um who's what's it from Durmstrang during the <laughs> Goblet of Fire with a dark wizard. Oh Karkaroff. Karkaroff, thank you. Um so we do know that he does like recruit abroad and things, but we only really hear about the things that he did in Britain. Like yeah. when he came his rise to power really focused in Britain and then good old Harry comes and saves the day before he can like Really expand. really expand and branch out. Yeah. And Grindelwald, I kind of have this. I don't know. I don't know how true it is, but I I have the I have the the feeling and the thought that he at least made it to Britain um, during his reign of terror because people know him. Right. There was and, like a moment when Dumbledore was like, "All right, now I gotta go kill this dude." Yeah. Um. I don't remember that exact moment. Maybe it's in Deathly Hollows. Um, where he just yeah, was it's, like, it talks about his yeah, back like he was expanding story. to the point where where Dumbledore couldn't ignore it anymore. He's yeah, like, I gotta go face these demons. And it was literally like yeah, it was like like Britain's isolationism could no longer like you know or like yeah, we like, couldn't you could no longer hide yourself from like the terror that is Grindelwald. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like that has a lot to do with this kind of um, reputation that Durmstrang has. But yeah, what are these other 11 schools? I kind of feel like also it's obviously there needs to be an Asian or at least an Asian, East Asian, Southeast Asian. Mm-hmm. Dude, there's got to be a wizarding school in like the Pacific Islands. Right. Somewhere in, in Jamaica. I'm well, assuming, obviously there's one in Africa. Obviously, I would think there'd be more There'd be more than, more than, than one in Africa. The whole continent, let's just Africa put that out there. With over 50 countries in it. I think that one would have to be in Egypt though. Like I don't know why in Yeah, my like head, a like a Middle Eastern 
But, well, because you have to think about, like, so Hogwarts is... There's one in at least every continent, because there's 11 of them, so... Yeah. And there's, but there's three in Europe already, so that's... What? I would say That's there's like three. I would, there's got to be one in like South three, America, at right. least one in South America. There's one in North America. So I feel like all the witches and whether it's from Canada and the U.S. go to Salem. Maybe. I'm not sure. We're making all this up as we go along. No, we are. It's just um, weird because it's 11, but there's so many countries. So then it's like, okay, how do you decide like where you're going to go? And like some must have like a lot of different cultures. But there's like, also like, there's probably also a lot of um, like cultural divides, right? So, like, there's a Salem Witch Institute, and I think that probably is, like, for Western eye. And, I mean, she she kind of alludes in Fantastic Beasts that there is a um, Native American influence there, yeah. but I kind of always thought that, like, the Native Americans would probably have their own... It's, like, not a wizarding school. It doesn't really, you know, conform to, like, the wizarding school print, like, the westernized wizarding school that we would think of. Right. And maybe they get homeschooled, or maybe they're they're... Uh, trained by tribe or something like that. I don't really know. Um, there's a lot to think about there. And so, yeah, but there's 11 and there are way more than 11 countries. And right. Um, we would love to hear where you think the other schools are. Somebody write that fanfic. <laughs> okay. Um, so let's now move to Azkaban, AKA that time Bionic found out the Dementors cannot be killed. What did you think they could do? Why why didn't anyone like tell I mean like I know okay there's the Patronus yeah. and like it kinda like makes them weak, but they literally can't die. Yep. What is that? Depression. And why did nobody say anything? I mean, yes, obviously. I know there's like the clear link, but I just would like to think that you could kill Dementors. Nah, man, you can specifically. Just, you can just hold them off for a little bit. So fuck the mentors. <laughs> She's got oh, wait, feelings. Why did I? I have to. I'm like on Pottermore, and I like. I, it's not Google, but I googled the mentors, but I meant to Google Askaban. Yeah. That's what we really want to Searched. talk about. Askaban. Search. Thank you. I was like, what is what is what is the what is it called when you when type things into the Google machine, but it's not the Google machine. It's called searching. Duh. And we used to use that as a word before but Google. We don't anymore. Because <laughs> I was definitely I went. I binged, my brain went blank. I bing that. Um, that's not a thing. Nope. So why is being a thing? I don't know, but that you know they rhymes. push it hard. They really do. Oh my god! Because every time I go on like um like win uh windows when I go on like PCs. Why is that the default search engine? I'm like, who wants to bing something? Ain't nobody want to bing. Well, like, you literally could, you literally type in Google. There is a TV show where it's obvious that like Microsoft is, you know, they do those like internal ads now. Mm-hmm. And like Microsoft is part, like obviously like they they search things through Bing. And every time it takes me out of the show. Yeah. I'm like, like it, nobody I'm in that. it. And then they make a point to focus the camera on and it says bing like it's like they go to the like you know how you go to the google homepage who goes to the google homepage you no don't one. it's you your search engine it you it's your search in. engine Forget it's everyone's default What's search really engine really funny is one time i went to the bing twitter account and it's just them apologizing for stuff not working <laughs> <laughs> that's like whenever oh, I whenever i click on directions and my iphone and it takes me to apple maps and i'm like why right i don't want this no one asked for that you know we didn't use this. Oh, my goodness. And at one point, Apple Maps just took me to Google Maps. And I was like, thank you. Even you know I don't want to be right. here. Even you know I don't want to be here. Okay. Dude, ask a man. Okay. So this okay, so this article is, like, really creepy. Like, the, the history of Ask a Man is kind of interesting. Um, but also, like, what, why? 
Um, so the island um, is in the North Sea, upon which the first fortress was built, and it never appeared on any map. Um, and so basically, it was the home of a little known, little known sorcerer who called himself Ekrizdith. Um, he was very powerful, um, but was also believed to have been insane, and he was a practitioner of the worst kinds of dark arts. Um, basically, he, like, lured and tortured and killed muggle sailors. Um, so people would, like, go out into this, um, into the sea and just disappear. And nobody knew that there was an island there. So they were just like, what? Why? Like, not even... Bermuda the, Triangle! Basically. Because, like, not even, the, not even the, like, wizards knew either. They were just like, what? What is this? Um, and then they finally figured out that there was an island um, when this wizard... I'm not going to say his name again. Um, when he died, so they find out that this is actually an island or like a building exists there, and so the people, so they like obviously the Ministry of Magic was like, we gotta like in- investigate, sends people over there, and like literally they would send people there, and then they would come back and would like not be right because the place is infested with Dementors, so they wouldn't want to talk about it. They'd be like, nah, actually, we should just leave this place alone. So this is like a really interesting thing that I think is so like. Why do governments and people like why do why are humans so dumb? They're like, oh man, people come back and that ain't right, and we should destroy that. We should destroy that, or we can just send people over there. Well, you know why that happened (laughs) is because of this, bruh, Democles Rao. Um, he became minister of magic, and if you recognize that um, last name Rao, he's actually one of his this bruh's descendants. Um, this bruh. Um, this bruh. One of his descendants is actually a Death Eater. Um, so, and he's also, I think he's one of the Sacred 28, um, which is like, there's like this group of like pure blood wizards and they're on some list. Um, which the is like, Illuminati. No, it's just like this dude. It was like, so basically, because I read about this today. So basically when the um, International Statute of Secrecy went up, um, and I guess we can talk about pure bloods later more in more detail too, but that went up, and so, like, all these purebloods, like, decided they were gonna be, like, nah, no muggles allowed, um, and decided they were only gonna, like, marry and whatever within the, like, wizarding community, um, excluding, like, muggle-borns, obviously, and so then there's, like, this random dude who I think, if they don't know who did it, but, um, it's widely suspected that it was written by a dude named Cant- Cantankerous Not, which I just love that name. That's a rapper. Cantankerous, it is. It has to be. Um, so His Cant- mama ain't name him no Cantankerous. <laughs> mm. All right, two chains. Right. <laughs> Whatever. Um, that ain't your name, Fetty Wap. Come on. So, so Cantankerous, <laughs> young Cantankerous, um, wrote this like. He's like, these are the, like, the, these are the pure blood wizards. Like, nobody else is on, like, the Potters aren't even on that list. Um, and so, like, the Weasleys are on there, the Malfoys, obviously, um, the Rowls, I'm pretty sure, Abbots, Mac, like, just all these names you, like, recognize. Um, a lot of them are Death Eaters, and then, like, some, or, like, a lot of them, like, their descendants become Death Eaters. Um, some you just, like, recognize, like, some of them are, like, kids at Hogwarts. Um, and then the Weasleys are obviously like, this is some bullshit, like, nah, <laughs> why are we on this list? Um, but anyway, so, so Raul, he becomes Minister of Magic, and he is just like, he's like super anti-muggle, um, and so, and he was sadistic by nature, that's a quote. Yeah. Um, and basically, 
he decided they were there was like there were like plans to build a prison, but instead or like build a new prison. And so instead of doing that, he was like, let's just use Azkaban because it was cheaper. Um, and he said that the Dementors living there were an advantage. They could be harnessed as guards, saving the ministry time, trouble, and expense. So what I'm saying, though, that's humans being like, hey, there's coal in the ground. We don't know what it does long term, but let's use it. It makes our stuff go faster. It's it's horrible. It's cheap. Um, and so basically, um, a steady trickle of prisoners um, were placed and none ever emerged. So they're basically just there for life. It's literally Azkaban is Australia, but terrible. And... Australia. Yeah, they used to just ship prisoners to Australia. Got it. Be like, peace out, see ya. Right. Kill yourselves. Except they're the mentors. Yeah. Um, and then of with this like so much better, it just gets better and better. Um, Raoul <laughs> is succeeded by Perseus Parkinson, and if you recognize Parkinson, Pansy. Pansy, my goodness, the little her his descendant is an annoying little Slytherin who like it's also stays sadistic. on is also sadistic and like. Stays hanging on uh, Draco. Draco's Thirsty. coattails. Just he wears her like a jacket. That's Thirsty. A, that's a quote from my dad, by the way, <laughs> and Candace. Um, just he just wears her like a like a winter coat. Um, and basically, um, Perseus was also pro Azkaban. Um, so basically, by the time that Eldritch Diggory hashtag R.I.P. Cedric. Um, by the time he took over as Minister of Magic, the prison had been operating for 15 years, um, and there'd be no breakouts or breaches of security, which, duh, because freaking Dementors and Sirius Black ain't there yet. Or Barty Crouch, I guess. But um, he went to, ex- he, so he went to, he actually, he was the first person, after 15 years of sending people there, he was the first minister to actually go to Azkaban. And I wonder, I think maybe because there were so many prisoners there that he was able to kind of like, like Sirius, like, he was innocent. He knew he was innocent, so they couldn't... They could make him sad, but they couldn't break him. Right. And, he, I mean, also, he um, wasn't he there was, for that long. He wasn't there for very he long. He only went to visit. It's not yeah. like he'd been there for years. He um, didn't do his waiting. 12 years of it! In Azkaban. Um, so... Um, but he was the first... I mean, to take into effect that you've been sending people there for 15 years and you didn't even go step foot on there, but he realized that the conditions were terrible. Like, prisoners were mostly insane and a graveyard had been established to accommodate those that died of despair. Keep in mind that the Dementors are, like, corporeal beings. They're not... They don't have, like, physical bodies. So the prisoners themselves started burying the, the dead. Like... Right. They... But the thing is, is like, so he's like, okay, we can't, we have to find an alternative. We need to, or at least remove the Dementors as the guards. But, quote, experts explained to him that the only reason the Dementors were mostly confined to the island was that they were being provided with a constant supply of souls on which to feed. If deprived of prisoners, they were likely to abandon the prison and and head for for the mainland. So then it basically just became a matter of like, safety. Yeah, it's like not punishing, like it's partly to punish the prisoners, but it's also just like, we're trying to keep the Dementors away. So we're just going to send people there. <laughs> like, yeah, that's some, that's some bullshit, man. I was like reading this and just like horrified and like, this is horrible and I hate it. And like, I know there's definitely some kind of like analogy to like the prison industrial complex in there as well, but they're Dementors. And I just, uh, so basically he was like trying to fix it, but then he caught, so Diggory caught dragon pox and died. Um, and so basically Azkaban was running, just kept running up until Q 
Kingsley. Hey. Hey, and it ain't Hogwarts BSU. It takes a real one. Okay. It takes a real one to it do the hard work. A real one. With his I like that. cocoa butter skin. <laughs> go on, Kingsley. Sorry. Continue. Basically, Kingsley came in and was like, the mentor's gotta go. Um, and so Azkaban still runs, but like there are no Dementors um anymore, which is wonderful. But, but I wonder they go? where they went. That's the only thing. I hope Kingsley had a plan. I assume he did because he was very smart. Um, and he's awesome, so I'm just gonna assume that Kingsley had it together, and the mentors are somewhere where we don't have to deal with them. I feel like they just all ended up in, like, the Black Forest and things. Like, you see one or others. Like, you know, I don't think that they were really supposed to be a pack. They just were all there because they're like, they're like vultures. Right. So they all just fly around looking for scraps now, and, you know, I probably have a Dementor on my back, but that's Okay. Just, you know, push him off with my Patrona charm. And then he goes, goes, hunt, away. goes away for a while. You know, anywho, McGonagall. <laughs> they got, yes. got sad, so I decided I know, to move on. let's definitely move on. <laughs> other, than, other like this illustration, though, on the bottom of it, um, real quick, of the Dementors at the Quidditch match, I guess that's in Prisoner of Azkaban, is kind of tight. It's scary. It's, it's not kind of. It's very tight. It's tight. It's very scary. But it's also like, y'all gotta go. It's, yeah. I feel like the McGonagall content, we can really, I feel like that was the one that got a lot of play when it first came out. Yeah, it did. The profile. So I feel like you guys. Because I read it initially too. I just, yeah, yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a while, but I think that that's, it's something that you guys probably, we're going to do like a little recap, but um, Minerva has a profile and it talks, we start with her childhood. She's the first child and only daughter of a Scottish Presbyterian minister and a Hogwarts-educated witch. So, um, off top, strictness. Like, Presbyterian minister, oh, yeah. not the, you know, loosest of people. Yeah, well, it says that she got, like, her um, sternness from her father. Yeah. Um, so, she grew up in the Highlands of Scotland, which I feel like Joe did because she just loves Scotland. If you follow J.K. Rowling on Twitter, it's all, like, Bits of awesomeness, bits of awesomeness, and then Scotland's playing rugby. Right. <laughs> so there was one moment where I really wanted Scotland to win in rugby, and I didn't even know what I wanted, or I just wanted them to win. I didn't know what, but I knew that if they won, then she was going to release some information on Fantastic Beasts. Oh yeah, every so Scotland. I was like, I don't even know. I don't even know what Come they're on, playing. Scotland. What are they playing? What is this? I don't even. I don't even know how rugby works, but yeah, it was really funny. Anyway. Yeah. Um. So, want to shout out one thing. Minerva was a Roman goddess of warriors and wisdom. Like, if you ain't been, if like that, she had the name right. Because Minerva is, if nothing else, Professor McGonagall is wise and bad as fuck. Oh, yeah. I mean, just. She's dope. She's dope. Um, so, um, she kind of figures out in her early childhood that there's something strange about her and about her parents' marriage. Isabel insisted on naming her newborn daughter, Isabel as Minerva's mom, after her grandmother, who was an immensely talented witch. But that outlandish name raised eyebrows in the community that she lived, and the reverend found it difficult to explain his choice to parishioners. I don't know. She could have been like, that was her grandma's name, and then leave it at that. But people are nosy, though, so maybe they want to I mean, you could just, yeah, like, my grandmother, I have an aunt named Capita. 
Seriously. I thought her name was Bessie for, for the, ever. Wow. And then someone was like, you know, her name ain't really Bessie, right? And I was like, what? What, what is it? Her name is Bessie. Capita. Why? I don't know. My goodness. I wasn't there during the naming process. They're from Oklahoma. I think it might be like, maybe it's a Native American name or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Capita. Shout out to Auntie Capita. <laughs> um, Aunt Bessie. But who is also very Minerva-like. She's really? She is like, she would be the goddess of wisdom and warriors because she is, don't cross her, but she's <laughs> sweet and she's smart. Don't cross her. Anyway, um, the I, I, I just, it's weird to me that like we have these um, inner magical marriages, inner mixed marriages, these. Oh, right. They're not interracial. They're, they're not like, inter. Yeah, I mean, magical inter intermuggle inter, inter whatever half blood. <laughs> I don't half blood. Yeah, she is a half blood, but we have these like I find it difficult to imagine, and I and it, and I also think that that's probably why a lot of these like half blood families from Minerva's story to even Severus's story they have these unhappy and um, yeah they have these unhappy marriages because for. For you to fall in love with someone while, like, keeping this major secret about yourself, um, it's got to be really tough because it's, like, what at what point are you, like, all right, I'm going to marry you, but I'm still not going to tell you that I'm a witch. Right. And I feel like, too, that's probably a reason why, um, like, Tox is so, like, her parents are happy. It doesn't seem like, I mean, it feels like, like, they knew, like. Yeah, Remus's parents. Remus's. Too, Remus, until, I mean. Until, yeah, Remus's father told his mother before they got married yeah. and um, while they were falling in love. And I feel like that, like, setting that relationship in honesty really, like, changes these people's childhoods. Um, so when Minerva's mother finally confessed the truth to her husband, um, I mean, things change basically. Yeah, things. Like, yeah, like he doesn't. He it's not like he he stopped loving her, but it seemed more like um like he's not upset. He's I mean he's upset about her. He having kept the secret. Um, he's he has to be secret now. He has to he's drawn into a life of secrecy. Is the um is what it says um, and so all this stuff. But at the same time, like. They still work, go around, like, hiding stuff from him. And I guess, so I guess that's, like, a part of that is that, I don't know, like, he does he probably doesn't approve. Um, because, like, yeah, because it said at one point, um, so after McGonagall has um, two younger brothers, and so she had to help her mother explain to her younger brothers that they couldn't flaunt their magic. And if you um, think about it, like. also their mom in concealing from their father the accidents and embarrassments um that their magic caused yeah so, so if you and if you think about it like magical ability c- starts to show itself around like five or six uh-huh. um so minerva is at least six years older than her next youngest brother but i'm assuming like probably eight years maybe nine yeah. years older because she's able to explain like i don't expect like i mean not to, to be able to explain like the world to me um besides like she can let you know that she she knows about cookies and ingredients um 
cupcakes, but like Tom and Jerry, Tom and Jerry, but she can't really like you. I mean, you have to have a certain amount of like lived experience and stuff to kind of explain to your younger siblings what's happening. So, um, she's kind of like the second parent in that, in the, in the magical sense for her younger siblings. Mm -hmm. Um, she's not only, and then she's not only, um, explaining to them, what they are and like what this means, but also why it's important for them to keep it secret. She's also now complicit in hiding things from her father, which is kind of adds a layer of like a separation between yeah. her and her dad. Mm-hmm. So then there's like the heartbreak. So like Minerva falls in love with Dougal McGregor. Great names um, all around. Yeah. Um, and, but so like they like fall in love. It's like one of them summer love things. And then, he proposes to her and she accepts, but then she remembers like how about how her parents are, um, and then decides instead not to marry Dougal um, and to just go to um, the ministry to her job in the ministry. Um, this is after she leaves Hogwarts. Um, the one thing though is that, it, and this is like the thing about parental like nature versus nurture again or whatever, but like it never crosses Minerva's mind to just tell him before they get married right. like i will accept your proposal i love you too but you need to know this about me mm-hmm. and can you accept it i guess you can't really do that until you get married though because then if if they don't accept you they can also go around and be like she's a witch well the thing is is that i was reading before um that most of the time if they do that people don't believe them and you can always and do an ab- you like can do a memory in, charm that, but it's also not like it's back in the like Salem witch trial. It's not yeah. in those days where they're being persecuted anymore, so people aren't really gonna believe it. They're like, yeah, whatever. And if you're smart enough, you would know after a while. Like, all right, no one believes me, and I sound crazy, right. so I'm just gonna hush. Yeah. So like, I don't. Yeah. So it's like, but it at least in this profile, it's like Minerva is staying awake and thinking about how um, she would have to you know, have the kind of marriage that her parents did and she would have to lock, like, kill her ambitions and lock her wand away. And it's like, no, you don't have to do that. You just can be honest with him and see if he wants you Yeah. anyway. But because of the example that was set by her parents, she, it doesn't even come to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so then she works at the ministry, um, but she doesn't really like it. <laughs> She's also really sad still because of um, Dougal. So instead, she sends an owl to Hogwarts asking if they have a teaching post, and she gets a job in the Transfiguration Department under the head of the department, Albus Dumbledore, who was her, like, teacher in Hogwarts, which makes me wonder, like, how many Transfiguration teachers are there? Because McGonagall was, like, Harry and them's teacher, like, throughout their entire... We remember, like, TAs and they do... So this Maybe. is also the thing, it's like, I'm we like, don't talk about, like, wizarding, univers- wizarding universities, like, it's kind of like, I think Hogwarts probably has like a graduate program and so that's like the departments like you do like research this is how I've thought about it in my head Mm -hmm. since then like you do research and you do help publish books and whatever and like the head of the department is actually the teacher that teaches um and then the other teaching assistants or whatever do that because I don't think it, it can't really be that big right so it's like from what we know students from England Ireland and Scotland go to Hogwarts Mm -hmm. um France has its own wizarding school, which in the movie, why did they make it seem like it's an all-girls school? Anyway, that doesn't they, matter. But they did the same thing with Dern Jane, made it seem like it was an all-boys school, which yeah, is not the case. Not for the case. Um, <laughs> but, but 
Anyway, so we'll that's how I kind of thought about it in my brain, but I'm not sure. Maybe. Yeah, I was curious about that, because it's like... So, she doesn't talk about... She talks about Eleven Wizarding School. She doesn't talk about wizard, Wizarding Universities or, exactly. te- or, like, research institutes. Yeah. Which there has to be, right? Like, how you or coming something. up with the Wolfsbane potion. Right. It's unless you... Yeah, I don't know. Um, so, later... What's up? Oh, um, Minerva gets married, and this is after, um, this is actually kind of interesting, because this is, like, after, um, Voldemort's first defeat, so this is, like, after the first chapter of Sorcerer's Stone, when she's, like, waiting on the, um, (laughs) outside the Privet, outside Privet Drive, and is, like, what's going on with you, Dumbledore, um, and then after that, she, like, goes and, like, gets married, and she's married for three years to her old boss, um, Elphinstone Urquhart, which is, like, or Urquhart? I don't know. That's Urquhart. Whatever. It's, Urquhart. It's an interesting name. I think it's also really funny, though, that name, she turns yeah. him down um, because she's still in love with Dougal, and then the death of Dougal frees Minerva. Um, the death of Dougal, I think, and the defeat of Voldemort. Voldemort, Yeah. Kind of those two things free, like, free her to accept him. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they get married and they move to Hogsmeade, um, so that, like, Minerva can, like, you know, go to work still. Um, but, oh, I love this little, <laughs> known to successive generations of students as Professor McGonagall, Minerva, always something of a feminist. Feminist Bay Announced that she would be keeping her own name upon marriage. And then they were all traditionalists scoffed. And it's funny because they're like traditionalists, both in the sense of like marriage, but also in the sense of like being pure blood. Because the whole point is like, why would Minerva refuse to accept a pure blood name, keeping rather than keeping that of her Muggle father? And it's like um, her father was a good guy. Yeah, there's just, nothing wrong with him. They just. I'm keeping my name she, unless you know. I could maybe do a hyphenate Robin Jordan Hiddleston. Robin Hiddleston Jordan. <laughs> uh, I could, I, we'll make it work. I would only change my name if their last name, like, is more, like, if, if, if You can't all the change way, your name. That's the thing. My name is fire. Like, fire. actually. Your like, initial. Like, my name is fire. Like, my initial, exactly, all of that. Like, you I can't might, change your name. Like, unless somehow, and I don't think that this will ever happen, unless, like, their last, somebody's last name, like, makes my name Thompson even, and even more, even more fire. Then I don't really think that I'm gonna be changing my name at all. I don't think you can. I don't think I can either. I might just need to find someone named Davis and yeah. I'll be good. <laughs> um. I think that uh, there's something irresistible. JK Joe says there's something irresistible about um, naming McGonagall after. So Minerva is the Roman goddess of warriors and wisdom because, like, feminist bay, right? But William McGonagall is supposed to be the worst poet in British history. Mm-hmm. And so, like, Joe's sense of humor is so, like, Joe's own... I mean, it's so, like, unique that, like, she can't... She, like, just falls in love with the idea of naming this woman after, like, the worst poet in history. It's, yeah. Like, there's nothing, like... She wants to, like, technically she's, she's saying that, like, uh, Minerva is descended from this. Yeah. He, she's like a, the distant relative of this buffoon. And so it's so just like, funny. it's really funny. And um, yeah, the, she gives you a little piece of this terrible poem about a railway disaster. Um, and so how did he get paid to be a poet? Anyway, 
he must have, I don't know. But yeah, so Minerva's um, story is, I think, it's it's really great because it's Minerva and we love her. But I think it, it always made me wonder about, like, how witches and wizards, I mean, how, like, young magical folk dated. Because, yeah, you, like, intermingle with people in Hogwarts, but A, Britain is such a small country in general be like the odds of you falling in love with someone that you've known since you were 11. Like, Oh, uh-huh. I saw you through those awkward years. Like I see, I like it. I mean, it happens, but like, there's just, there's no way that everyone at Hogwarts finds their, the love of their life. And so how you navigate dating and falling in love and then telling the muggle in your life, um, the truth about yourself. And it's also kind of weird too, because it's like, what kind of person I would like to think that if I found myself like really in love to where I'm considering marriage, I would innately know that that person is not going to shun me because I am different in any way. Right. And Minerva didn't really have that. Not that her dad loved her mom any less, but there was like a trust issue there. And it never dawned on her that like, I can just be completely open and honest with Dougal. Right. And then there wouldn't be a trust issue. Yeah. Um, so, um, do we want to head on into the Doctor Who? We might as well, real quick. We'll do it really quick because we are we've we've gone yeah. into time now. But um, let we talked about um, the Doctor Who Harry Potter um, crossover of actors. So let's just run through the list. Um, obviously, Ollivander is the War Doctor from the Day of the Doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, in between not eight and nine. Yep. Um, Barty Crouch Jr. is the 10th Doctor. He's my favorite. Um, mm-hmm. Bart- oh, by the way, when we were doing, we were watching Doctor Who, um, we were watching the 10th Doctor, and whenever Tennant would, like, lick his lip or something, <laughs> I would, like, literally see Barty Crouch Jr. It was really funny. Um, Barty Crouch Sr. is Dr. Lumet, uh, Lumic. Lumic, sorry, Dr. Lumic. Like Voldemort, uh, <laughs> Doctor Lumic, who was in the villain in the parallel universe. Um, yeah, and he created the Cybermen in the parallel universe. Um, Dumbledore, um, or Michael Gambon, he plays um, Kazran, who's basically like the Ebenezer Scrooge of one of the Christmas specials. Um, but he's basically Dumbledore's Scrooge. Basically, <laughs> um, Mr. Weasley is Brian Pond. Brian Pond. We know that's not actually how that works, and his last name isn't Pond, but it is. Um, and Williams, Brian Williams, it, yeah, which is a anchor. Oh, weird. That is funny. Okay. Anyway, anyway, that's why he's Brian Pond. <laughs> um, then Narcissa Malfoy, she, um, the actress who plays her, what's her last name? Helena something. Um, she, um, also plays Rosanna Calvieri in Vampires of Venice. Um, that's actually a really good episode. I watched that is it recently, a really good episode, and I hadn't seen it in a minute. And it was, yeah. yeah, it was really good. Madam Hooch is Lady Cassandra Moisturizing. <laughs> right. The last human. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, the voice of Dobby is also the Dream Lord. Um, dream Doctor. I think it's Dream Lord. Um, yeah. But, but great it's episode. In, it's in Amy's Choice. That That's the episode. Great episode. Um, Scrimmager plays the curator from Vincent and the Doctor when uh, the Doctor and Amy go see Vincent Van Gogh. Great yeah. episode as well. Um, and then, oh, why do I have to say this one? Because no. you have to. Moaning Myrtle is also, um, I don't even remember her name because we don't talk I'll about that. never watch it again. But she is in the episode that must not be named. So, Love and Monsters. It must not be named. 
you give power to a name or whatever. Shut up. Okay. Um, <laughs> Ouch. Even sorry. though I did say F you last week, so <laughs> fine. James Potter is the leader of the Ood Rebellion in the Planet of the Ood. Really? Apparently. Yeah. I don't know. I That's just so much that makeup. I was like, no, he wasn't Ood. I think he was just in that episode. He seemed like a scientist. The leader character. of the Ood Rebellion and Planet of the Ood? Someone said the thing. I don't know. That might not make sense. That He's make- in an episode of Doctor Who, and I think it's Planet of the Ood. Okay. Um, But it's like a really small role, because it's not one that you would like notice. Anyway, yeah. um, Filch, who this actor, he's in so many things that I hate, and then like, like, he, like freaking Walter Frey. Fuck him. Um, he anyway, plays hateful. Very, very well. well. Um, very well. But so he he's also um he's like the pirate like main antagonist on dinosaurs on a spaceship, which is a really good episode. But he also so plays funny. William Hartnell slash the first Doctor in like the Doctor Who biopic that came out right before Day of the Doctor, like as a part of the fiftieth anniversary. Yeah, thing. and also he is very lovable in that. Yeah, he is. No, yeah. So not, he can play terrible. lovable. Also, <laughs> he was in Broadchurch, and they treated him he dirty. He was in Broadchurch. Oh they God. treated him dirty, but they he was did. also very nice in that. He, yeah. I mean, he, he had a stain initially, on his character. Initially, it was like, oh, this dude is going to be just, just as... Um, terrible. Yeah, just as terrible, and then he wasn't. There, we, we could also do a Broadchurch... We could do, like, pretty much every British show, Seriously. actually, so let's not... Bonus! Dean. Dean Thomas. A.K.A. My Bay. AKA West from How to Get Away with Murder. We don't no talk one about that. Knew that already. What do you mean we don't talk about okay, that? Okay, fine. That was a great show. Okay. Don't. Yes. Uh, okay. She just bopped my head. She just in my head. Okay. Dean Thomas is the son of the first companion of Doctor Who. Like ever. Ever. Um, so that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Also, um, bonus shout out to Amani, who is also supports me in my endeavor to my get arch a dragon. nemesis. He supports me in my endeavor to get a dragon, and I appreciate that. Amani, um, why do you hate me? I don't understand. It. Anyway, anyway, what did I do to you? Anyway, he brought to our attention that Dudley, um, he's the grandson of the second Doctor, which is really interesting. Yeah. Also, fun fact: shout out to Tardis Wiki. Um, Russell T Davies actually asked Joe to write for Doctor Who. Um, like real, like early on, but she declined because she was reading writing um Half the Prince, which is valid, and I'm not mad. But, but that was kind of cool. It's over now, so can you write an episode now, That'd Joe? Cool. Unless you're writing, unless you're in the middle of writing the Marauders. In which case, we don't want to bother. Do you, you boo? <laughs> Do you? We don't need another Frank Ocean over here. But also, um, at Amani A M A N I Heron, if you guys want to follow him, I'll give him a shout out. Maybe that will make him like me a little bit more. I don't know why he hates me. I don't. <laughs> All I'm doing is trying to live life and keep my favorite person safe and not let her get a dragon. Hashtag get Bayana a dragon 2K15. But though. Anyway, um, real quick, let's nominate a real MVP and who's benched. Um, of Pottermore? Yes. Okay. I have, I, I know who mine are. Already. Okay. Okay, so who is the real MVP? I say JK Rowling, also all of us in the world. Um, who do you nominate? JK Rowling. Okay. And no one is benched. We all win. Nope. We all win. I'm benching someone. Who? Off of sheer spite, the Pottermore correspondent. Fuck you. Give me your job. How is that a job? <laughs> you get paid for that? Nope. We all win. No. We all win. I hate you. Okay. Anyway. um, I'm I want that job. We hope you enjoyed this episode that went way longer than we thought we, we would. We literally thought it was we, a mini episode. I don't, yeah, I don't know why we think that. We have, like, two All the feelings. Thoughts. We should just assume that that's what's going to happen every time and, like, plan that. But we didn't. Um, All of the feelings. So, on Wednesday, we will resume our regular schedule and we'll be discussing 
Chapter 5, Diagon Alley. Um, make sure to read and follow along. Um, tweet us at WeBlackAndNerds. Hashtag Wizard Team. Website, uh, BlackGirlsNerdOut.com. And you can find all that good stuff on yep. there. We're going to go. All that stuff. Because there's tacos waiting for us. I'm hungry. There are tacos. Peace. Um, bye.